The Diesel Performance Podcast contains explicit language. Thank you for joining us. This is Paul Wilson. And this is Chris Hemke. You're listening to the Diesel Performance Podcast, special edition, Diesel Performance Industry Expo 2018. Chris, I am just a little bit excited. Can you tell? Uh, yeah, I can tell, <laughs> Paul. You are extremely excited. What does that mean? I, what does that mean exactly? Diesel, you know, we're going to get into that, uh, but real fast, before we dive into it, we do want to give a shout out to our sponsors of the show. Okay. Uh, number one, WC Fab makes a killer twin kit. We've been talking about it for yep. a few weeks here, Chris. S475 over stock. They got them for the Cummins. They got them for the Duramaxes. They powder coat them in any one of the bajillion colors you want. You can get traction bars, twin kits, powder coated the same color, match your pimp ride. That's it, man. That's it. Absolutely. And then also I want to give a shout out to Alligator Performance. Uh, probably one of the number one vendors, I'd say, in the country uh, for diesel performance parts. So if mm-hmm. you're looking for diesel performance upgrades for your truck, uh, they are definitely one of the big box stores. One of our favorite groups of guys to work with. Call over there. Talk to their very knowledgeable staff. They're going to be extremely helpful, help you solve your problem, and find the right parts for your truck. Uh, For today, to dive into Diesel Performance Expo, we brought in a couple of experts. Uh, Big Dick on campus, James Brendel, CEO, and Chris Cyril, Little Dick on campus, marketing officer. How are you today, gentlemen? Good. Thanks for having us. No problem. That is James. Chris, go ahead. Give us a sound check. Hey. How's it going? You're here. Surrounded by a bunch of dicks. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. Wow. Uh, Guys, I I definitely appreciate you taking out some time. You have had quite a long trip, and you are wrapping it up with us. Yes, we are. Yep. Tell us a little bit about the trip. What have you guys been up to? So we flew out here for uh, Denise, meet some of our sponsors, flew into Grand Rapids, Michigan, uh, went through all of Michigan, down through Ohio, uh, into Indiana, then up here to see you guys. And we thought, well... You always got to end with the ugly chick, so we put you last on our list. So as you're looking at Paul, so, as yeah. you're looking at Paul, I like it. Not even, I like it. Not even the most insulting thing I've heard this today. Morning. Yeah, right. No, for not sure. even. Yeah. Uh, well, I appreciate that. You you think of me as the chick at the end of the night. I'm the one who gets to go home. Go um, <laughs> okay, so guys, uh, tell me real quick. When is Diesel Performance Industry Expo happening? DPI Expo. So the expo coincides with the Ultimate Call-It Challenge, so it's going to be May 4th, 5th, and 6th at Lucas Oil Raceway in uh, Brownsburg, Indiana. Which is just outside of Indianapolis. Mm -hmm. Yep, same place it was last year. I am loving it. Uh, I heard a lot of guys refer to the UCC and the DPI Expo last year as like, they talked about location because your first time was out in Salt Lake City? Yes, it was. Yep, first year was out in Salt Lake City. So now you've had two different locations. You're obviously coming back to Lucas Oil. Uh, Why? Just the location. The heart of the diesel industry seems to be right back here. And and obviously for sponsors and vendors, the number of attendees, I'm sure it would have gone up if we did a second year in Salt Lake. But just the sheer volume from us going from 2,500 people to almost 11,000. Which is what we want in for the sponsors, you know, to walk through to visit their booths. You know, we want as much return for them on this, on them helping us do this event as we can get for them. So the location is is obviously a great location. That's crazy. I uh, I heard people call it Mecca. They were they yeah. were calling it Diesel Mecca when they were walking around the stands and walking <laughs> around. It was, it, it's it is totally fucking insane to see that many diesel enthusiasts there. I am blessed with one of those jobs where I get to go to a lot of these different bigger events throughout mm-hmm. the year. And um, there was nothing like UCC. There, there was just nobody else could put that many vendors together in one spot. 
Uh, how did this? How did the expo come apart? Because I think I, I think we've already talked about kind of how the UCC came about, right? So how did the expo start to play into this? So after the first UCC, we had our sponsors came out, and then like most shows that you'd go out to or diesel events, you know the vendors would be, hey, yeah, set your trailer up over there. There's Vendor Alley and stuff like that. And we started to discuss it uh, internally, and we were like, you know, what the industry needs is, man, we've got SEMA or we've got PRI, but, man, you've got to be in the industry. It's a trade show. We want to create something that we can bring the manufacturers, the distributors, the jobbers, all the way down to the end consumers into one location and be able to interact hands-on, one-on-one with each other. And then... On top of that, we wanted to make it like an expo you would go see at a trade show, which obviously causes a lot of problems when you're setting up an expo in the middle of the pits, you know? (laughs) Um, So we – but we went out of our way to do that for our sponsors. You know, we actually – a lot of people probably didn't see it, but we brought in six diesel generators. All of our vendors had power so they could run TV and promotional spots. Um, Well, it was really cold last year, so a lot of them ran heaters as well (laughs) with it. But it was really creating that type of atmosphere for the diesel industry. We see the diesel industry young and continuing to grow and making its mark on the racing and motorsports industry. And we wanted to give it that outlet. And that's pretty much where the Diesel Performance Industry Expo started from. Yeah. um, Just from somebody who showed up to attend last year and to to help out with with the podcast, of course, there was, what, 120, 150 vendors there? Uh, this year we had about 100 and I think 10. 110 or 100. Well, a couple of them didn't have booths. Some just wanted to be sponsor. Um, we're projecting next year we're hoping to have about 140 to 150 wow. vendors. That is, is what it feels like it's going to. When you're walking around, there's there's aisles, Chris. Uh, I know you weren't able yeah. to make it out last year, but there is actually aisles. So on both sides of you, there's there's booths facing in, which we've seen yeah. at just about every show. Event. And then you usually get like one uh, one aisle on the other side, right. right? So you get an aisle down the middle where you're back to back, and then you get one aisle on the other side where you're face to face. And then that's a, that's about all I've ever seen from the biggest shows in the country. Here, there's an entire parking lot that's just taken up booth after booth after booth <laughs> on the ends there's huge booths with enormous builds i, I mean uh industrial injection had some ins- some of their insane show trucks parked out front uh I- eric merchant came and pulled his durable around and mm. pulled it up in front of their tent and things like that uh it, it, everybody brought something awesome to the mm. show and then there was even these smaller guys who maybe all they had was a table and some parts laying on the table um they're a smaller shop. You know what I mean? Like, they're an install shop. Like, it was crazy, like you said, to see everybody from the big, huge distributors like Alligator go back and check out, like, the XDP. They didn't have a booth, but they had this awesome pit set up where, like, there, there was 100 guys around watching them work on their truck the whole weekend, right? Um, it, it was crazy to be able to have that type of interaction and to see everybody in the industry all there at one time. Uh, it was a little obnoxious to get people out of my way as I was as I, I felt um, – there was so many fucking people. There were a lot. There were, yeah, <laughs> trust us. When we, so the funny little side story, we decided to open up last year. We opened the gates at 12 o'clock on Friday. That's when we were opening the gates. And when 
we thought, well, that'll be great. The drags don't start till two. It'll be a nice little soft opening. Da 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 da. Yeah, at eleven o'clock, we were four wide and a quarter mile deep of people waiting to get in. <laughs> I actually spent the hour because we weren't prepared for it. Literally walking up and down, just talking with the fans, saying, "Hey, I apologize. We didn't know." This was going to be here. Just we're getting you through as fast as we can. Does anybody need any water? We actually uh, had a razor with water. We were running up and down <laughs> oh with people God. sitting in line because we we weren't prepared for the um, just the mass of people and the excitement behind it. So, so you said more than a four hundred percent growth in attendance from twenty sixteen to twenty seventeen, right? Mm-hmm. Correct. Yep. That yep. is insane. I mean, it was too when we showed up last year. Uh, I came in with Danny and Rich and. Um, it, we we cut into a back side entrance where you know we got to wave our awesome media passes like we were somebody important to get in, but even then we got inside the gates and we're like, uh, we can't drive our fucking truck anywhere. There's a million people walking <laughs> everywhere, right? It was yep. like okay. it, was, it was thousands, yeah, of people, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you weren't there. Oh, oh, I'm sorry, Chris. I'm sorry. That's right. Now I remember. Um, Damn. Put on blast. (laughs) So let's talk a little bit more about the vendors. Uh, Who are some of the the big names that people can expect to see there this year? Vendor-wise, of course, we have Alligator coming back out. They're the title sponsor. Um, Talk with Chad. Obviously, the owner and JK and Matt, those guys do an awesome job. They were willing to jump on board back when this was just an idea two years ago. So we're very grateful that we've got them coming back out. They're obviously the title sponsor of the UCC. Um, Premier's the title sponsor for the Expo where they're more on the – the manufacturing side where they deal with the warehouses is as a where they're the warehouse they deal with the manufacturer so premier is actually the title sponsor for that you've got RevMax and something i'm sure you'll get into they've jumped up at being the title sponsor for the qualifiers we're going to start rolling out for the 2019 ucc this way it'll give people a chance to to throw their hats in the ring with some of the other guys Tell so th- those are the yeah. big sponsors that we have and then we have you know everybody from RBP, uh, GDP, uh, Exergy, Industrial, Dynamite. I mean, honestly, right now, <clears throat> sorry, bef- where we're standing, we already have 102 sponsors that have signed back up for the DPI Expo. Uh, most of them, to be honest with you, signed up immediately after last year. <laughs> They're like, we just wanted the spot. Here we go. Yeah. We had a couple. Uh, one of them walked up to me and James and had cash and was trying to hand it to him. Like, no, no, no. Just, I will send you the, uh, an invoice. We're good. Handshake no. works, dude. We're I want good. this spot right here. This yeah. is what right I want. Here. I loved it. Yeah, and, but it was good. But, I mean, we do. There's so many, and we try extremely hard for all of our sponsors. Um, we obviously have the UCC Facebook page. We also have a DPI Expo Facebook page. Um, we're constantly running co- their commercials, um, <laughs> posting new products um, day after day, uh, you know, two or three a day, just trying to make sure uh, that they're taken care of. So well, one thing we were able to tell, like uh, Brian Roth with BD, is we were able to show him that on our website, his commercial just from September to now has been seen almost, almost 10,000 times on the UCC website. That's Just so from crazy. people going, they rotate all the sponsors that have given us their commercial. They rotate every time someone someone new gets on the website. That's awesome. Which that's I know cool. this kind of rolls to a business side, but you know, as a marketing person for years, you'd go to these shows, and you know, the promoter, i.e., me, would walk up and say, "Hey, I need money. Give me give me some money." And then you do the show, and you're like, "Wow, was that 
really worth what I paid. And when uh, James started this and we were talking about how do we do it different, I said, well, one of the things we got to do is we got to show the ROI. We've got to show these guys that we're not just a show, you know, the fourth, Once fifth, and sixth. Yep, you know, right. we start promoting our show in September the year before, all the way through, and you know, it, it's it's something we do. It's something we make <clears throat> so that when that show rolls around, we can show them, hey, you know, from September to the end of November, you got ten thousand views. Well, from September till the show, you've got over you know two million views if mm-hmm. you're commercial. So I'm pretty sure. Being a sponsor or something. That we makes do magazine sense. ads that have all the sponsors in them too, with the other publications, which is nice to do that also. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, speaking of sponsors and paying the bills, uh, I left out Exergy from the top of the, the episode on purpose. That's because Exergy do's and don't segment. Chris, are you ready? I'm ready. What's the first one? What's uh, a do? A do. Do stop by Exergy's booth for one of their premier talks uh, at the Diesel Performance Expo. That was I, slick. I had the pleasure of rolling in on <laughs> Randy and Rick last year, right in the middle of them discussing uh, CP4s and CP4 failures. Yeah. Which, honestly, we are going to spin that into a podcast episode yeah, here in the near up. future. Yeah. Uh, so uh, Rick will be on the show to, to go over CP4s very much in depth. I, however, was going over to see if they wanted a Jaeger bomb at like 4 o'clock yeah. in the afternoon <laughs> and walked into their booth with a bottle of Jaeger and a can of Red Bull and some cups. It was like, Why? hey, what's going on, guys? Not realizing there was like 40 people standing around the booth listening While to While they were a having presentation. a presentation. So yeah. that's the don't. Yeah. So that's the don't, don't right there. Don't be don't Paul. roll into a presentation yeah. and start offering shots unless you know that they're done talking. No, I mean, yeah. they're definitely knowledge leaders when it comes to common rail injection systems. I don't think I've ever called them, and they steered me in the wrong direction. Yeah, absolutely yeah, correct. As far as uh, diagnostics and things, especially when it's remote over-the-phone type stuff. So yeah. If you're foolish helps. enough to think, Chris, or I know what we're talking about, we call Exergy when we have questions. Uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> we do. Some more than others. But <laughs> <laughs> Guys, one of the things that I, I really loved about the show is every single attendee I talked to talked about how great of a time it was. They talked about how overwhelming it was. They talked about the truck show. They talked about the drag racing. That everybody who was there as an attendee had some sort of personal story. They had some sort of connection to the event. Um, what can you guys explain a little bit more about kind of keeping the attendees in mind as you're putting this event together? Well, I think we do always take that. You know, when you're doing a show, you always have the competitors, you always have the sponsors, and you always have the attendees. It's a three-legged stool that you have to keep in mind when you do it. Um, you know, so the attendees, we, we try to keep the action packed with the UCC there. You know, the DPI... It's great because it allows the, the attendees to come, whether you're you know, the end consumer or you're a jobber. You walk up, you can go to Alligator's booth. There's on-site specials. There's specials that we only run. You know, The Alligator runs out at the expo for the people that attend that go through there. If you're a jobber, Premier has different specials that they're running out there. So we really try to make it that you can come out as an enthusiast, as someone that does it for a hobby or someone who just got their first diesel and you can talk like you said to to randy at extra g face to face and say okay explain <laughs> explain what an injector is to me because it doesn't look anything like the spark plug in my last truck i'm so confused <laughs> you know giving it that little you know a little bit of uh 
personal touch to yeah. it as well. Or where's a chance you can actually talk to Nick at Duramax Tuner, you know, um, GDP Tuning, Corey Willis with PPEI, you know, Zach with Starlight Diesel, all at one cha- at one spot. Yeah. So you can actually go talk to yeah. all these guys. In the same way with, uh, like you're saying, Extra G or there's Industrial or Lenny from Dynamite will be there, you know, uh, BD's there. We're trying to get everybody as much as we can from the industry. So now you can go as you're looking for that stuff, you as the attendee want to buy. Well, now you have everyone's knowledge. You can go talk to whoever you want. You know, Joe's uh, HSP's twin kit. You want to talk to Worley or Scott with SDP. They're all there. Done. You know, yeah. you'll be able to talk to all those all guys. All the times that guys are on the phone trying to talk to these big names. Yep. And they, right. they don't. They, they get their call screened. Unfortunately, it's a business, right? They get us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. Damn. <laughs> I'm going to start getting screened soon <laughs> with Nick. No, Nick screens my calls. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it's going to be one of those things where they can literally go up to a booth ask the questions, and then they can invest where they feel mm-hmm. is best for them. So, mm-hmm. Awesome. Yeah, uh, I think the other thing that I really liked is that um, during the show, the announcers were really clear to the crowd about what was going on. Like when the, when the drag track, it was down to – for some much-needed maintenance, right? Yeah, two hours. <laughs> uh, but but still, the announcers were good about letting everybody know, hey, guys, we're going to be down for a while. Hey, guys, we're coming back online. Get back to your seats. Mm-hmm. Like, it was good to see that traffic moving around. Same thing as, like, when the um, show was going on, when the truck show was going on, the show and shine, it was great to have, like, that direction of, like, hey, guys, we're about to announce who the winners are, you know, and things like that. Uh, I thought there was a really good flow for attendees where there was always something to go look at. If you were there just to enjoy the event, there was never any downtime. Uh, You had a hundred and something, whatever booths to go to. You had drag races going on or sled pulls or or, uh, dyno pulls. Uh, There was always action. And that's what I'm really excited for here in 2018. Uh, the qualifiers, which we're going to do a whole episode just on the qualifier segment. Uh, but can you guys give our, our listeners maybe just a real brief overview of what, what we're talking about when we're referencing these qualifiers? So the qualifiers that we're going to run at the UCC is for 50 of them have signed up. It's for the top five that finish at this will now be have their spot in the 2019 UCC. That'll be held back here. So the top five that place will have their spot in the UCC for the oh. next year. And we're going to set up some other ones, and we can talk about that, that we'll have a few others. But that way we can actually end up with a – a proven way that people can get into it, can try to get into it. I love it. That's love really it. cool. That's very smart. You know, in addition this year, too, out at the Expo, we'll be doing a full SEMA build in the Premier booth as well. Really? Uh, we'll be doing a complete SEMA build for Premier. Um, can't remember, is it the Chevy that we decided on? can't remember if it's a Chevy or, or Ford, Ford. But we haven't we're decided gonna, yet. Yeah, but we're going to do a full build uh, at their booth over the three days, finish it all the way up to a wrap, have it ready to go for... Yeah, Brand Smith will wrap it on site when we get done with it. So wow. cool. That's really cool. Awesome. SEMA bill. Just something <laughs> more for, for the attendees, like you were saying, something more that they can interact and actually watch. So they can actually get a watch, a SEMA truck be built right in front of, in front of them. That is so cool. And mm-hmm. all around their hobby. They're in, you know, in diesel enthusiasts. You know, yeah. everything is geared around their passion, and that's what we want to keep. So you've, you, you've created a hub, per se. Three days, all diesel, end user, shops, 
distributors, vendors, right? The whole nine yards. Mm-hmm. You're building a fucking SEMA truck. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be the plan this year. Like, in the middle of the show. Yep, in the middle of it. Right. That's, <laughs> that's while everything else is going well, on. Yeah. No, yeah. no, that's all that's going on. There's nothing else. Right, right, right. <laughs> <Yeah>. Welcome <laughs> to my world. Every day I show up and James goes, hey, I've got an idea. <laughs> Stop it, James. <laughs> no. no. Ideas. Here you go. Figure no more. To make it work. Just make it work. <laughs> well, it's proven. Look at how much you grew from 15 to 16. Yeah. Or 16 to 17 and now going into 18. So, I mean. Yep, we are blessed. That's for sure. It's been fun. Absolutely. Well, I am excited, guys. I can't wait to see it. Um, go, one more time. What's the dates? It's uh, May 4th, 5th, and 6th at Lucas Oil Raceway in Indiana, Indianapolis, Indiana. I like the hesitation there. I would have done the it. same. I, you're like, <laughs> yeah, I was like, uh, yeah. No, I don't go there. It's cool. It's cool. Chris is. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, thank you so much for listening. This has been Paul Wilson. And Chris Emke. Have a great weekend. Calibrated Power Solutions, the leading North American developer of clean diesel power and home of DuramaxTuner.com, is the proud sponsor of the Diesel Performance Podcast. Calibrated Power develops emissions-equipped calibrations for a wide variety of diesel powertrains, including the Duramax, Cummins, Jeep, John Deere, and many more. For more information and the best customer service in the industry, check out CalibratedPower.com or call 815-568-7920. That's 815-568-7920. If you'd like to contact the Diesel Performance Podcast, send us a message through Facebook or email paul at duramaxtuner.com or chris at c-e-h-m-k-e at duramaxtuner.com. You could also reach him by phone. Chris's extension is 2121. Paul's is 2122. Uh, went through all of Michigan, down through Ohio, uh, into Indiana, then up here to see you guys. And we thought, well, you always got to end with the ugly chick, so we put you last on our list. So as you're looking at, at Paul, so, as yeah. you're looking at Paul, I like it. Not even, I like it. Not even the most insulting thing I've heard this today. Morning. Yeah, right. No, <laughs> not sure. even. Yeah. Uh, well, I appreciate that. You you think of me as the chick at the end of the night. I'm the one who gets to go home. <laughs> go <ahead>. um, <laughs>